Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. The Built by Bama online podcast presents Daybreak for Friday, March the 20th, 2020. Travis Schreier, Senior Analyst, BOL with you. And on this Friday, we're going to check in with BamaOnline.com recruiting analyst Hank South. Does an outstanding job for us there at BOL, along with site publisher Tim Watts, keeping you informed and up to speed on all things Alabama recruiting. And with that, we bring Hank on to the podcast right now. I hope you and yours are there during these difficult times. Thanks, man. Same to you. Yeah, we're just working from home, catching up on Star Wars on Disney Plus. So, you know, that's not too bad. There you go. Little uh, streaming outlets coming in handy right now, right? Between <laughs> Netflix and especially with the little one. With the little one, I got to think the Disney is absolutely oh. a necessity right now. Uh, absolutely. And actually, Disney did something pretty cool. They released Frozen 2 earlier. Not that, you know, there was any lack of Frozen uh, on in our household, whether it be YouTube or Amazon Music or all that. But they released Frozen 2 to, to stream on Disney Plus. And then uh, I saw, which is going to be a lifesaver in like two weeks, uh, Trolls, <laughs> the new Trolls movie is going to be put out to streaming and uh, on its release date for the theater. So I just, I really just need a new soundtrack in my life at this point. You know, Frozen was already kind of overkill. Um, and I appreciate Frozen 2 being put out, but uh, I'm ready for, I'm ready for a new movie. <laughs> yeah. Time kind of stops when it comes to pop culture, when you got the little ones, you know, uh, in about absolutely. seven or eight years, you'll be able to revisit this particular era of music as if it's new. So you just got to think of it in those terms that you're kind of on uh, lockdown in a couple different ways, unfortunately, these days. But, yeah, it's it's still good time. You know, ours are a little bit older. Got the two uh, the two. uh, Well, the two daughters are home, 18 and 22. So uh, I don't know. You know, they're kind of tough, too. They're kind of stir crazy (laughs) trying to get out, wanting to do things. So I don't know if it changes all that much from from the, uh, the 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 younger years to the to the older teens to the to the twenties even. Hey uh, Hank, I know that uh, you've still been all over it from the recruiting perspective for us there at BamaOnline.com. We sort of previewed what might be coming here in the last week when we were with each other a week ago on Friday. But with that being said, based on kind of what you were projecting that we were about to enter from a recruiting perspective with this COVID-19 virus pandemic and, and how it's altered all of our worlds and secondarily the sports world very much so, but has it kind of fallen, fallen into the, the sort of path or track you expected, or have there been some maybe changes that have come about that, that have surprised you? It, you know, pretty much so far, um, it's been what we expected, you know, entering it, um, you know, it is a dead period. They classified it as a, as a dead period. So, um, you know, figured that was probably just going to be how Alabama approached it. 
Um, so what that entails, obviously, and I think we discussed this last week is just no face-to-face contact, in-person contact, but, um, you know, with, with social media and texting nowadays, you know, it's still pretty easy to stay in touch, um, you know, with their, with their top targets. So, you know, we've actually seen Bama put out some, uh, some new graphics, some recruiting graphics out on Twitter. I know, um, Charles Huff, the running backs coach on, uh, on Wednesday tweeted out, um, a graphic kind of just highlighting Nick Saban's achievements and, and everything kind of he's accomplished thus far at Alabama and throughout his career. And, uh, you know, that, that was kind of, a, a and I think he included, he ain't done yet, um, in it. So they're, they're still, they're still very active on social media. You know, um, we, I think we've seen a couple, an offer to go out. Um, I know, um, a few, few of Bama's targets, um, have put out some top schools lists, so it, it's really not too different outside of just recruits not taking visits. And so that's kind of what we expected. And, and we'll see if, you know, Bama does anything different in, as far as their approach. I saw I think I saw a, a story yesterday that Kansas is doing a, a, a virtual junior day um, to where, you know, I guess they're going to host guys on FaceTime or, or something and tour the facilities, maybe. So it's kind of a interesting idea. And, you know, maybe we'll see some more um, unique ideas pop up um, the longer this goes on. But um, so far, it's been pretty much, you know, what we expected in terms of uh, Bama's approach. Yeah, and we had already entered that sort of era from a technological standpoint of uh, virtual sort of meetings and and things like that in our everyday life. But I'm guessing that's going to ramp up potentially even more on the recruiting front if it hasn't already. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think FaceTime's a, a, a very a great tool um, right now for recruiting. It has been. We've seen Nick Saban utilize it over the last few years, whether it be, you know, FaceTiming recruits um, just throughout the cycle. Uh, he does it from uh, the NFL draft, which obviously um, isn't going to have be a live event this year um, with with uh, with spectators and all that. So um, that, that's something I'm sure the staff is utilizing right now. I'm actually kind of I'm working on a story right now for, for Bama Online that I'll hopefully be up a little bit later this week, um, you know, talking about which, which recruits Nick Saban has been in touch with this week uh, or, you know, just since this this, this whole thing kind of went down in the last seven days um, and kind of, you know, uh, what, what they're saying about it. I, we actually interviewed um, one recruit. He was the last visitor at, uh, at Alabama for the spring, uh, for, for March at least, um, Desam McCullough, um, a four-star 2022 prospect from Kansas. Um, he made his way down and you know, he, he was on his way down kind of right when they were announcing, um, you know, the shutdown for visits and all that. But um, I, I believe they were still allowing kids to visit those those last few hours um, before that really went into effect. And, you know, he said that the staff was kind of just carrying on like, you know, th- there was nothing happening. Obviously, you know, they're, they're cognizant of of what's going on in, in the world right now. But, um, you know, it was it, he said it seemed business as usual. Um, it was it was last Thursday when he visited so a week ago. Um, and they weren't really saying too much about it, but um, obviously, you know, I'm sure that's a topic of discussion now in conversation with recruits, especially as, you know, they're working to, to reschedule visits and uh, kind of figure out what they're going to do in terms of uh, going forward after this all ends. As far as the evaluation process goes, Hank, and how that may be significantly compromised, if not entirely compromised, based on the uncertainty involving our current situation um, as far as the 2021 class goes and understanding it's very minimal right now in terms of commitments, do you think that the Alabama staff has enough information to feel good about evaluating guys that are out there to fill this next class? Uh, if it comes down to it, if, if the summer camps are 
severely compromised. And as we know, that's a big part of what this staff is like to employ when it comes to finalizing offers and uh, mm-hmm. the evaluations of players. You'd think, though, with, with technology being what it is, uh, that, 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 that Nick Saban and his assistants feel okay about where they're at. I mean, obviously, you want all the data and information you can get, but who knows if that's going to be available to them this time around. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, I, I think certainly um, to an extent they, they feel good. You know, we've seen... Um, you know, we've, we've seen several of their top targets, you know, February 1st, junior day was a big event. They had a lot of their guys um, that they, uh, that they're prioritizing on campus um, that weekend. And then a kind of a little bit smaller of a junior day on March 7th um, prior to this, this shutdown. But um, uh, I, you know, they have a pretty good idea. I mean, uh, guys have camp, you know, guys in the 2021 class and even beyond, you know, we, we've seen guys camp early on. Um, obviously, you know, these kids grow and they, they continue to develop and, you, you know, you, you want to keep seeing them throughout their high school career to see kind of where they're at. Um, but I, I think, you know, at least for a good chunk of, uh, of guys that are recruiting, they have a pretty good idea of, you know, what they're getting in that player at this point. Obviously, you know, they have they have junior tape to fall back on. And maybe this is a situation we see where, you know, depending on if summer camp is is affected or, you know, if these high schools can't um, return to spring practice and get, some, um, you know, coaches can't get out on the road and see them. Maybe this is something we see where, where the staff makes uh, much more of an emphasis to to recruit during uh, to get out and see guys during their senior seasons as well. Whereas, you know, uh, you know, uh, during the, the fall season, coaches can go out on the road and see games. Um, and, and be at the games and to evaluate the recruits. Um, maybe we see them take a, a more, put more emphasis on that and, and getting out more days of the week to go to these practices and all that. You know, that's that's just one thing. And, you know, who knows, we might see a situation where the NCAA, um, you know, opens up July or August or something to where the coaches can get out on the road and maybe go to, even go to fall camps if, if the calendar would somehow allow that, despite, you know, Bama being in fall camp as well. So it's a really kind of crazy situation that I'm really not sure how it's going to kind of pan out, but I mean, there's certainly options they can use to to still get these evaluations done. But to answer your question, I think to an extent, um, but certainly, you know, Nick Saban's going to want to do as much as he can and and they'll certainly take advantage of whatever opportunities they have. Yeah. The sports world in general uh, with what we've already seen postponed, uh, hopefully events, whether it's golf, whether it's, Baseball, as we know at this point, you know, basketball obviously already has been impacted significantly on the collegiate level, how it might play out in the NBA. Man, you're talking about trying to condense a lot into a very little bit of time over the second half, potentially 
of the calendar year. And that's with the hope that there is the second half of a sports calendar year in 2020. Now, we do know that there have been some evaluations made by 24-7 sports, Hank, when it comes to the class of 2022, because on Wednesday, you saw some state of Alabama and Alabama-connected recruits show up in that top 247 for the class of 2022, headlined by Alabama's lone pledge for that next class in 2022. And Jeremiah Alexander, who apparently is a top 15 type guy right now, would that translate, I would guess, to five-star status at some point down the road for the Alabaster native? Yeah, you know, if if the 2022 cycle ended um, today, uh, it's the top 32 players in the country that, that received five-star grades. So he's certainly within the range, you know, being the number 11 overall player in the country where he is, is very good standing. Um, you know, if he continues on the trajectory he's at, I mean, I, I don't see any reason he can't end up a top 10 player um, the way he's kind of put it all on tape and, and developed over the last couple of years. Um, he was actually number nine. He moved to number 11, but if you actually look at it, he didn't really move down um, outside of that, that two spot drop. Um, his grade actually went up um, from a 93 to a 95. It's just kind of a matter of other players kind of filling in and, and, and a couple of guys, moving ahead. So he's in really good range right now. You know, I, I think he's a top 10 player in the country. Um, 119 tackles as a sophomore, nine sacks, he even had a pick six helping um, Thompson High School um, win the Class 7A state championship. So, you know, he, he's 6'2", 235 right now. Um, just a big time player. He, he, he puts it all together. He's not just a really good player. He's also, you know, we, we talk so much about, you know, off the field now too, with the evaluations and we caught up with Mark Freeman, the head coach at Thompson um, the day he committed. And, you know, he didn't even talk about him as a football player. He said, you know, they're just getting a quality person in Jeremiah Alexander. So I, I think um, Alabama is really, really happy um, with having him on board early and to have a guy like him, a local kid um, that can kind of be that leader of the class um, that, that we see kind of hop on board early and help recruit. I, I think that's really important too. Um, and then obviously, you know, we can talk about the rest of the guys that um, made the cut in the state of Alabama because it is a, it is a really strong year. It is. It seems like it's just a continuing trend here for the state of Alabama yeah. with a very nice run in recent years of some of the nation's very top prospects. One of the things that strikes me is that you've got some siblings of mm-hmm. current Alabama players, uh, Riley Quick and Caden Story. Tell us a little bit about those guys who have older brothers that either are currently a part of the Alabama football program. And in the case of Christian Story, uh, 2020 uh, signee that is expected to join the Crimson Tide this summer. Yeah, Riley Quick, the younger brother of uh, of Pierce Quick. Um, he he's been a guy we've we've been keeping an eye on for a while. Um, obviously, you know he he he, uh, he and Pierce are uh you know gifted with uh you know quality size for the they're both offensive linemen. Um, with with Riley. He uh, he actually plays baseball as well. So we haven't really seen so a lot of him on the, the football recruiting circuit um, this spring, at least, especially, you know, he made some visits in the fall for games. Um, you know, he has a handful of offers thus far, too. But um, interest is starting to really pick up for him on, on the football side of things. But like I said, you know, baseball has kind of kept his his spring visit schedule um uh, limited, but you know, schools like Alabama, Clemson, Tennessee, Georgia Tech, Georgia, Mississippi schools, I can keep probably naming a bunch, um, are, are kind of on their uh, on their docket to get out to and visit. 
Um, and, and, you know, I think he's going to be a guy that sees his stock continue to rise. You know, he, you know, we, we see talented guys from Hewitt Trustville every year. There's always, it feels like a, a top 100 player there. You know, Bama just signed uh, Malachi Moore this past cycle. And obviously Pierce Quick, Paul Tyson, um, and, and so on. They, they have some some talent in that program um, in Trustville. And then um, Caden Story. Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, talking to people in the state, um, talking to his dad, um, Clifford Story, um, it sounds like he's going to be just as highly recruited as, uh, as Christian was the Alabama signee. Um, I actually have a story coming out with, with Caden later today, just kind of, you know, touching base on, on his recruitment, um, uh, and, and kind of where things are at. Um, he, he, he's, uh, obviously going into his junior year, um, as a sophomore, 68 tackles, eight sacks, um, played a little bit of offense. He's, he's been recruited as some, some schools recruiting as a defensive end, some are as a tight end. He's about six four, two thirty five, 235. So he has that frame you can kind of work with, um, and kind of see where he develops at. Um, but you know, it sounds like Alabama is interested in him. Um, Tennessee and Maryland have already offered him, but you know, he's got power five schools, you know, lining up to, 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 um, to recruit him. So, He's going to be an interesting one. Came in at number 168 overall in the top 247. Riley Quick came in at number 65. But there's one guy, and those, I mean, all these guys in the top 247 are, are, are guys, you know, to get excited about and to, to continue to track. But one guy in the state of Alabama that I think is just going to be a star and, and probably hold on and, and be a five star if he continues at the rate he's on is, uh, is Emmanuel Henderson, the four star running back out of uh, Hartford um, Geneva School. He, uh, I mean, his stat lines insane. I probably couldn't even like say it all <laughs> without, without like taking the rest of this podcast up. But 32 touchdowns, almost 2,000 yards rushing, um, 350 yards receiving, four touchdowns. He's a kick returner. Uh, had a 92-yard pick, six, three for a touchdown. All sorts of stats. Um, six one, 185. Um, just a really, really intriguing prospect. And you know, all his offers, his his first offers were. You know, Auburn, I think South Carolina, Georgia's in it for him. Alabama offered two weekends ago. So, you know, it wasn't even small schools that took notice of him first. It was it was the, the heavyweights that are that are coming in for him early um, and, and for certainly for good reason. So he came in at number 21 in the country right now. Um, and I think that one's going to be an Alabama Auburn battle when all is said and done for, for Emmanuel Henderson. Um, and then, you know, a few others in, in that top 247 that's up on on 247sports.com. Yeah, Henderson averaged 12.7 yards per carry, if my math is right, mm-hmm. as a sophomore. So that yeah, that kind of tells you the explosive <laughs> nature of this of this running back from uh, the Hartford, Alabama yeah. area. No doubt about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He reminds me sort of if you uh, similar stat lines. I mean, uh, it kind of reminds me of Roy Dell Williams in a way. Yeah. Roy Dell Emmanuel is actually you know six one one eighty five, so he's pretty thin, but Royal's a little bit, um, you know, I think he's five, 10 and a half, you know, 200 pounds, a little bit stockier, but, um, you know, he's, he's got, he's got that length, you know, maybe, you know, who knows, maybe he develops into something else besides a running back, but, uh, you know, he, the talent is there and he can, he can do a lot of different things. It's just one of those kind of, one of those guys you want to get and just kind of figure out what's going to happen later. But, you know, running back certainly looks promising for him. As we head into another weekend here, Hank, uh, do you got a particular player of item of interest? from the recruiting perspective that maybe you've got your eye and ears open up to a little bit more and maybe uh, something that uh, Alabama fans should be on the lookout for as as we move through this. Yeah, you know, I think the biggest question I've had, and I've been trying to kind of uh, look, look into this a little bit more, we, we've seen a lot of guys and some I've seen some, uh, some of our colleagues on 24-7 Sports suggest this, uh, just go ahead and commit and make, uh, uh, make commitments without kind of, 
uh, taking visits in the spring, you know, they're, they're, like we've said, it's so uncertain with what's going to happen. You know, uh, where, where's the calendar going to go to? What are they going to do? What's the NCAA going to do? So we've seen some guys kind of just go ahead and commit and, and get their spots in classes. And, you know, we haven't seen that for Alabama yet, but we've seen guys commit to Ohio State. Um, we've seen some guys commit to North Carolina. We, we, we've seen several programs pick up a run of commitments during this kind of uncertain time. And that's kind of been the one thing I've been keeping an eye on, whether that's going to happen with Alabama. Um, and, and, you know, I think it's possible, you know, and one name, and I'm not putting them on like imminent commitment watch, but one name, and I was talking to some guys in Alabama, Jaquincy McKinstry, I, I think he's a guy that, you know, I think he's closer to a decision than people, uh, you know, maybe, maybe assume. Um, and, and he's talked about, you know, no timetable set or anything. And, yeah, um, you know, he, he's taking his time, but um, talking to some people this week, uh, it, it sounds like he could maybe be closer to a decision than uh, maybe originally expected. And I think, you know, I think Alabama's right there for him um, with, with Auburn and Clemson. Um, beyond that, you know, the Brockermeyer brothers, you know, they were supposed to officially visit in a couple of weeks. That's obviously put on hold. Um, you know, where do things stand with them? So there, there, there's a lot of questions I think we're going to get answered in the next few weeks. But I think my biggest thing is just, you know, do guys decide to go ahead and just commit without, you know, visiting the guys that can commit at this point without visiting and uh, and uh, kind of ha- how they're going to approach that going forward? Yeah, I think Alabama fans would be totally fine, Hank, with getting on that <laughs> McKinstry Kool-Aid, I Absolutely. guess you could say at this point. Well, Hank, as always, we appreciate the time here on Daybreak. Again, certainly hope you and yours are uh, navigating the current situation as best as you possibly can, as healthy as you possibly can. And we look forward to all your coverage there with us at BamaOnline.com and look forward to talking again soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Travis. There he goes, Hank South, BamaOnline.com. Keep it locked to BOL for continuing coverage of all things Alabama Crimson Tide. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.